So what happened was I took Ollie for a walk away. Hey everybody, welcome back to Reading with Celebrities. I'm Lindsay. Tiffany. And today's check-in, since we're about halfway through the year, we're going to do the best and the worst of 2022 so far. Yeah, we did this last year too, so that was pretty fun. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what I put or what I said. (laughs) No. I think Rapture of Canaan was on my bottom. Um... Should have probably yeah. listened to that episode before. <laughs> yeah, I was like, maybe, maybe Rapture of Canaan was on there. I think best of. I think I had Red Dragon because I know I had read that. I don't even remember what I read last year. So we'll go back. We'll go back. We'll circle back. We'll circle. We'll circle back. back. That's what we do here. That's what we do here. We Just circle always, back. always circling back, <laughs> but never ever landing on anything. <laughs> it never lands. <laughs> Okay. Well, I think we're going to do our bottom three and our top three. Yeah. And then, so do you want to start with the bad news or the good news? Always start with the bad. Okay. Well, for my first one, this is my only one star of the year so far, and that is Love in the Time of Cholera by Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Yeah, I also have um, that one in my bottom three. I mean, with I'm looking at my Goodreads list, and I've only read 15 books so far this year, like, not counting, like, my audio books. Mm-hmm. And so to say, like, my best and worst of, that one's definitely in the bottom. So I would agree with that. But again, that's the only one that I've given one star. I really yeah. did not like that book. And, like, that was one where... We finished it, we recorded the episode, it was done, and then I was going back and re-listening to some, and I re-listened that episode, and I got, like, mad about the plot all over again. (laughs) Yeah, because isn't that, that's the one that they, like, people, like, advertise it, like, as a romance, right? Yeah, Yeah. the romance through the ages, and I was just like, he's, I don't know. Yeah, he was more of a creepy guy than, uh... Florentino. Yeah. He was kind of a creep. Not kind of. He was. He was a creep. <laughs> yeah. Definitive creep. Yeah. I agree with that one. That one's also in my bottom right. as well. Well, what's one of yours? Um, Another one of mine. Again, this is... I gave it three stars, so it's not like it was a terrible book, but from the books that I've read, um, The Selection by Kira Cass, which was that, like, bachelor meets royalty kind of book and they all have very pretty covers oh it makes me want to put on a very fancy ball gown and like be dramatic they are gorgeous and who doesn't want to go vie for a prince to become princess (laughs) that's everything have you watched i want to marry harry (laughs) no girl what is that do you know what i'm talking about i have no idea what you're talking about okay this break. breaking news. This was a reality TV show that came out like right after William and Kate got married. It was kind of like I think it was like it was a like, capitalizing on that. So they so this found, is before Megan. Yes. So this was like 2011, 2012. Oh, 
So they found this guy that just only vaguely resembles Prince Harry. Oh then they found all of these American girls who wanted to be on a Bachelor-style show. And then they drop him off in England, and they're all like, oh, I wonder who The Bachelor is. And he shows up, and they're like, they're like, I think that's Prince Harry. Is that Prince Harry? Oh, my God. That's Prince <gasps> Harry. <laughs> and these girls fall for it, hook, line, and sinker. I'm pretty sure only two episodes aired before it was <laughs> But, like, did they air the other episodes? So you can find them. Um, oh. I don't know if it's on, like, Netflix or Hulu or Prime, but it's somewhere. And what's it called? I want to marry Harry. I want to marry Harry. I mean, also, I love the play. This dude looks nothing like Prince Harry. It's like they found a pale ginger and they're like, that'll do. It's it's actually Ronald Weasley. It's Ron Weasley. <laughs> Surprise. It's his, it's Percy. <laughs> Get a Weasley. Come on, guys. But they're like, they're like, Prince Harry travels in the finest of cars. <laughs> George just... travels and he's like, I don't own a car. I ride a bike. And he's just like, like <laughs> I'm I'm gonna have to find this now. That's why, like, like with the selection, like, um, I'll definitely probably read the second one. I don't know if I'll continue after that, but because, like, right now he has not made his selection yet. Let's just say that's how Ooh. book one. Yeah, there's still. Well, then why would you call it the selection if he doesn't make a selection? <laughs> Honestly, I didn't, I didn't write the book. Um, but. So I kind of at least want to read the second book to see if it, like, makes it to that part where he actually chooses his one true love, I guess. Um, but, yeah, so that was – that's down still at the bottom, though, I'll say that. Um, but now I want to watch – I want to marry Harry. I'll find it for you. I'll let you know where it's at. This is this is great. It's It's kind of hilarious because it's, like – if The Bachelor was super low rent. <laughs> but, like, did any girl be like, yeah, that's not Harry, guys? Like, I was anybody, like, not obsessed with him to be like, that's not so, him? So the only girl who maybe... And there's one girl who she was like, who's like, I'm a, I'm a molecular biologist or something like that. And she's like, I would know if that's Harry or not. And that's definitely Harry. And I'm like, no, you're... you're no. <laughs> Wasn't there another show that, like, Paris Hilton, like, she got somebody to look like her, and these girls thought they were, like, vying for her, like, to be her assistant or something? Ah, I feel like that was actually Paris Hilton. But I thought that there was, like, a lookalike or something. Well, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there was Paris Hilton's My New BFF. Maybe, okay, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. But didn't she, like... Look, it got a 2 out of 10 on IMDb. (laughs) (sighs) So maybe that's not the one, then. I thought there was one where, like, somebody, like, played her or something. Well, she was also in The Hottie and the Naughty. (laughs) Which is a movie. I don't know. Oh Anyways, let's move on. So, yeah, that we just went, <laughs> we just went like way off. Hey, we're gonna talk about books. Just kidding. Hey, there was somebody that won this contest though for BFF. I wonder if they're still friends. It's Kim you Kardashian. She, <laughs> you think she was at the wedding? <laughs> I hope so. Oh god! Oh, there was a second season. 
amazing. So I guess she didn't find her BFF. Oh my god. And then a guy named Stephen Hampton won it. You go, Stephen. Good for you, Stephen. And they did a British version. Okay, sorry. We have gone down the rabbit hole too Anyways. far. All because of I, all because I said we talked about the selection. Okay. Okay. So my next one, actually my next two, got two stars. And they both kind of suffered from the same thing. So my next one is Looker by Laura Sims. Mm-hmm. Where again, it was kind of like pitched as this like psychological thriller. She's stalking this person. And it just kind of turned out to be this like sad slope breakdown of this woman yeah so you know it wasn't wasn't what i thought going in and i wasn't very pleasantly surprised do you think you would have enjoyed it more if it was advertised different i think it maybe yeah like it maybe been more of like a three star but it's just like it needed another 30 pages okay i feel like to kind of really wrap things up and then Um, I think, yeah, I definitely suffered from the wrong branding. Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, you go into, like, a thriller looking for thrills. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, twists and stuff like that. And that never came. And so it was just, like, this isn't a thrill. Like, it was just, like, inappropriate marketed, I think. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I knew. I mean, I figured that one because you talked about that one quite a bit when you first read it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what's your next one? So, unfortunately, my next one is also another Christmas book, and it's Broken oh. Monsters. Ah, oh, lame. I know. That's okay. I know. I hey, I gave it three stars, but out of my books that I've read this year, it took you a while to get through. So it was. Yeah. That's understandable. Yeah, I think it. I think it was the characters that like annoyed me because like the story wasn't like, I love a serial killer type story. I think it just some of the characters rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, that's but, understandable. But yeah, do you think they're gonna do that one as a movie since they're doing Shining Girls? I don't know. They kind of mucked up Shining Girls Have from you what seen I've it? read. Oh, you haven't seen it yet. No, because like, you know, the Shining Girls, it was all like really like Kirby and then like as the journalist and the you know like or like the writer and the like it was really like a core group of characters and then I don't ever recall her interacting with any of the other shining girls but I like when watching the trailer it was like her talking to one of the other ones yeah and like it just and I thought the casting was weird I didn't agree with who they casted so I was just like yeah that's unfortunate because I do think like I think more oftentimes than not the movies don't obviously live up to the hype that the book did especially when you love a book so much like Mm -hmm. there's always going to be some sort of disappointment because we always say you know the book is better or whatever but sometimes the movie adaptation is brilliant and we love it um that's what I'm worried about with where the crawdads sing yeah like I'm really really worried just because like that book is so good, and I just don't want any sort of, like, damper from the movie to... Like, I think part out. of it, too, is, like, if there's a story and an ending that works so well, mm. and they change it... Yes. It's a little bit insulting, where it's, like, that, like, 
like what you like about a book yeah. is not the way it looks. Yeah. But it's like the the plot is what gets you, and if you change the plot, yeah. it's kind of like what's the point? Yeah, and I think like, the just ending... put, just just say inspired by and write a new show. Yeah, because like the ending of where the crowded scene was like brilliant and so good. So yeah. I do hope they keep that. Same thing with like Daisy Jones and the Six. Like, I love the idea of putting something to screen just because your imagination you can finally get to see it. But I don't want to ruin what that book was especially because it was in interview form and the way it was told I just I'm interested to see how they do that into I a think I think the best way to do it would be like first of all I have to say I'm pretty on like I pretty much agree with who they've casted like especially with oh, Daisy I feel like oh, they yeah. really nailed her yeah they did a really good job um I think the best way to do it would be like having them facing the camera as like a VH1 behind the music. And then it does flashbacks to actually what they're talking about. Yeah. That's what I hope too. I do hope they do the flashbacks because when they're doing the interview, you're picturing all of these things. Mm-hmm. Cause I think if they just, if they knock that part out and it's just like showing them through the stories without like, is the interview having like, you know, their, their, their thoughts on it in like hindsight and they're yeah. like had years to process it. it was really like enriched the story yeah and you get to get inside like how they how each person thought a certain situation happened mm-hmm. you know like you got to hear each side of like like a fight or how a song was written and to realize at the end who's actually being the one that's interviewing them was a good little moment so I do hope that they keep that aspect like you said like the VH1 behind the music but I I do like the idea of like they tell a story like oh this is what happened when we wrote this song and then it kind of flashes back to what it was because I do think that would be I I hope they do it like that yeah I think that would make it yeah and I'm assuming like Taylor Jenkins Reid and like Delia Owens like I'm sure they play a big part in helping with these and bringing this book to screen i think it's like sometimes they do sometimes they don't it depends on what kind of deal they can strike yeah and like like when they purchase the rights to it like what's all included in that yeah like were you actually as part of the screenwriting yeah yeah hopefully they are okay what is your third one my third one and again it's one of two two stars everything after after that is three or four some fives is the death of Jane Lawrence by Caitlin Starling? Oh Where yeah. Again, I wanted a gothic horror, and I got a weird romance story. I remember, I remember when you read this one too, because you were trying to explain it to me, and you, I think I remember you being like excited to read it. <laughs> like, yeah, because I like the cover super creepy, and I was yeah. like, oh yeah, this is getting good. You picked it up at the library, right? It was like, it was one, Say that it was, again? was it? It was a library book, right? Hmm. Yeah, like, I remember you being like, I'm getting this book. Like, I remember this. And then after you read it, you were like, no. (laughs) Yeah. That's just, that's unfortunate when you have that much hype for a book. Yeah. And it disappoints you. Yeah. All right. Well, that was our worst of 2022 so far. Um, I think the good news is, for me... I definitely have more good books than I have bad books so far this year. Yeah. And I I don't know that that was this, the same last year. 
Like, I had a few standouts, but I definitely don't think I read more good than bad. But that also means we we started Oprah's Book Club last year, so. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of her books made the. And it it took quite some time to hit good Oprah book. Yeah, so. Um, so this year, I'm definitely, it was hard for me to to pick a top three, and I don't even know if this will remain. Like, I could probably interchange a lot of these top three and, like, change it. Like, I have, like, a top five-ish. Yeah. I have, like, a top five-ish, possibly. I, I definitely know what I would put as, like, my top two. Mm-hmm. My third one is kind of, like, they were similar. I wanted to say similar, but, like, mm-hmm left me feeling some like in a similar way yeah so but um I think the best one so far has been night yeah that's definitely in my top three um it probably is my best so far just of like how emotional and like heart-wrenching it was um but it's also just so sad yeah it's just so sad, but it's definitely it in, it's in my top ish books for sure. For me, it just kind of reinforced the whole like banning of books nonsense and you know promoting stories that need to be told. Well, and I remember when we did Banned Book Week, and we made we went through a list of like I don't remember if it was top ten or top twenty of banned books, and just some of the reasonings for these banned books. And it was just so I still can't get over the banning of mouse because there's nudity. First of all, they're mice. If you're concerned about nude mice, then you need to go round up every single mouse that you find and put a little. But like. If that bothers you more than the story that's being told of the Holocaust, like you you need to go take a nap and figure out your life. Mice don't wear clothes. They're by the end. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. Do you go go put clothes on chickens then? Like chickens are nude too by that standard. <laughs> I don't get it. I just think there's of nothing like, sexual about that that part of the book either. There's nothing. It's like look at how horrible these people are being treated. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of there's a scene in Friends, and I think it's Chandler. He's like Donald Duck doesn't wear pants. But when he gets out of a shower, he puts the towel around his bottom. He's like, what the heck is that all about? <laughs> it just reminds me of that. <laughs> because he doesn't wear. <laughs> so, no, I mean, I just remember reading some of those things. And I think your biggest thing was, like, if if your concern is, like, because this book is being, is available to a kid's at a younger age where the yes. age thing, then that's understandable. It's not like we don't need to ban the book. It's just maybe it shouldn't be given to like a third grader kind of don't thing. Give it to a third grader and, you know, make sure that like you as a parent and the teacher, like you're available to have an open discussion with your kid about it. Yeah. But like every single one of those books that we listed, I'm, a lot of them I hadn't read and I wanted to read. And I was like, these are all great books that people need to read and to learn. And I just, I couldn't understand like 
the idea of like <laughs> like is somebody so to kill a mockingbird shows up all the time and that's that was like one of my favorite books i'm i'm so glad that it was like my school growing up in texas if you want to call it like a conservative state or whatever that it was not banned and it was required reading like i am mm-hmm. so glad because that was that was probably my favorite book um that i read throughout high school that was required we got to read jurassic park well that's not <laughs> so fair that, that became one of my favorites but it's very different from the movie like the movie is very much so like haha evil scientists trying to make angry uh-huh. dinosaurs and the book is much more like critical of capitalism and oh. pushing science too far. So there's a, there's a lot more that I, is in the book that's not in the movie. I So again, I've only read Dragon Teeth by him. And I have Timeline by him. I've read Timeline. And, I, and I've heard that one was really good. And you, you always tell me about... What's the one you always recommend now? Adronomous... Oh, Andromeda Strain. Yes. That yeah, one. I really like that one a lot, too. I got to read that in ninth grade as well, but it was for, like, a biology project. <laughs> I went to the wrong school. <laughs> like, what the well, heck? Because I, I was in honors biology, but they didn't have enough to make a separate honors bio class. And so we were stuck in with the non-honors kids. And so uh, the teacher was responsible for coming up with extra things on the side. And my teacher was just like, I don't know, go read a book. <laughs> We, cause see, so in, I was like in honors too. And I remember the non honors English, one of the required readings was Harry Potter. And I was like, y'all get to read that for fun. Like in school, I was so angry. I was like, here I am trying to analyze these books over here. And you get to read Harry Potter. I was so angry. I was jealous. It's, let's, it's let's be real. Yeah. Um, and then I have. The, what's um, the second book of Jurassic Park? The Lost World. Yeah, so I have that one, but I don't have Jurassic Park. I keep, I have it on watch on my um. So you could, books. you could kind of read The Lost World because it's technically a prequel, I think. Oh. So. And, and then Jurassic Park. The second one is Lost World, right? Yeah, but it's it's kind of like a prequel. Yeah. Because like, without giving the, it away, at the end of Jurassic Park, there's a character who's dead. Yeah. But he's in Lost World. But, like, the movie, though. is So is oh, the second movie not based off the book, then? I want to say no. But did, I can't remember, because it's been a very long time since I've read it. Yeah, because then I remember they did a third Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. And that was, was that the one where the girl was, like, a gymnast and she, like, beat the velociraptor by spinning? (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I haven't seen that one in so long. Oh, okay. But I think it's the same one, though, where the cell phone fell in the poop. Probably. Yeah. And then now we have Jurassic World 1, 2, and 3. Yes. And you and I saw the first one together and didn't realize it was Valentine's Day. (laughs) When we went. <laughs> We're allowed to celebrate whatever we want, okay? Yeah. We went to Payway. <laughs> I did. 
Is this was this the same? I wonder if Ashley ever made it to that party. I was those words were coming out of my mouth. <laughs> I was about to say, is it was that the same day where she was like, Are we going to the party? We're we going to the party. Should Does we, Ashley know about the party? Is she going? Should we oh, tell man. Ashley? And then I think I watched the second one either on the way to or on the way back from Japan. But I definitely had my eyes closed watching it, so when I was <laughs> going to New Zealand. I turned on The Shining and fell asleep and then woke up to when all the blood's like coming out of the elevator and I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be watching this. <laughs> you know, there's probably some person like, it's like, oh my God. What is she watching over there? <laughs> God, that's funny. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. All right. So that was, <laughs> where were we? <laughs> I said we were talking night. about night. Okay. So we both have that in our top. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I know this one is definitely not in your top, but I loved it. So I have The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo right now. I think this one, like, I was going back and forth between this one and The Vanishing Half of, like, because they could both be in the top three-ish for sure. Um, But I just think I enjoyed The Seven Husbands more. Like, I... Like, I flew through that book. Like, I did not want to put it down. So, that's why I selected that one. Nice. Yeah. Happened. Um, it wasn't that I didn't like Seven Husbands. It's just... Well, I didn't really like any of the characters. Like, all the characters very much so frustrated me. Mm-hmm. And that, like I said, that ending of her, like... Crying at Harry's grave, mm-hmm. talking about having to take care of her daughter, like that kind of brought it a little bit more together for me. Yeah. So. Yeah, because but it, it is definitely hard to like Evelyn Hugo when you're learning about her story and how she is, and then kind of how she treated Monique, like Monique, and then I also thought the whole thing of like Monique's father was yeah like. Harry's lover, basically. Like, I was like, uh, it's definitely an unnecessary. It just felt like that was really necessary. I agree. Like, for that to be the reason, like, because the whole time you're wondering why she sought out Monique, right? Like, you know, there's something, mm-hmm. there's some sort of connection, you don't know what it is. And for that to be it, and then that whole storyline of like what happened and what Evelyn did, you're just like, come on. <laughs> And for me, it was enough that, like, Evelyn was saying, you know, I've stayed for, you know, like, I'm dying, basically. I want to mm-hmm. go out on my own terms. And you wrote yeah. so compassionately about that, that that's why I wanted you to tell my story. To me, that would have been enough. Yeah, like, that you're just a great writer. Mm-hmm. I agree. So that's but. what annoyed me. But um, anyways, so my next one is also a memoir, and it's Know My Name by Chanel Miller. That was a that was one where, like, like n- similar to Night, where I was reading it and very affected by it, mm-hmm. and um, I very much so like identified with her. Just talking about how, you know, she's like, I was just a normal twenty something year old that was getting ready to go out and have fun with my friends, and yeah. it made me think like, how many times have I done that? Oh. And how quickly a night can change. Oh, it's Um, insane. 
So like that really, um, and I thought the writing was very well done. Like she did a very good job and uh, just, it was, it was a book where like, I was like, I want it similar night. Like I want to finish reading this because I want like not a happy ending, but like a light at the end of the tunnel kind yeah. of for her. And so I think give that five. I think I remember you telling us when you started it, but I don't think you've ever talked about it when you finished it. I finished it right before I left for Savannah. So maybe that's why. Yeah. Cause I don't think yeah. we've actually discussed you, like what your thoughts were on it and stuff. I, I do remember you saying that you had um, gotten mm-hmm. it though and you had started reading it. Um, but yeah, so I hadn't heard your thoughts on it. So that's, I mean, I can, I can see a book like that being pretty powerful and just, the outcome of the case obviously was not great so, too. So you're getting through. Th- oh, so frustrating. So you're getting through that. And so you're still not getting like, it's still not, you know, like it's taking longer to get to the light at the end of the tunnel. Right. Cause like yeah. that didn't even go in your favor. So I can see how a book like that is. And just like you said, like it's a memoir. So the, this is a true story. Like, like you said, what's the happy ending? Like, come on yeah and like even with night like the happy ending is they got saved but i mean three months before his dad dies like it was just like three more months yeah (laughs) like like that wasn't a happy ending (laughs) but yeah i get i forgot you read that one so i'm glad that that one is in your top because i'm glad to know what you thought about it it was Um, very good i recommend reading it yeah did you do the audio for it no I read it okay okay because even like like her her description of like I don't like I like from her like waking up in the hospital and not understanding why she was there Mm -hmm. and what was happening and no one was really like nobody would was telling her what what like what happened or what was going on yeah but at the same time like the police, the DA, like they were all like very much just standing behind her, but like her confusion as to what was happening. And like, it took her some time to come to terms. Like this is what, like she, she talks about how, like, she was just like, yeah, that didn't happen. Like, I I think everybody's like, you know, there's nothing really happening, but she talks about how like her mood changes, her body change, like, Mm -hmm. like how I think Becca kind of mentioned something where it's like, like, your mind may not know, but your body does. Yeah, like, because we were talking about that with Beartown. Mm-hmm. Like, your body is feeling something, so you're like, something does not feel right. Yeah. And you might not remember, like you said, what happened, but you're like, something is clearly not right here. So, mm-hmm. which is so, it's so sad. Yeah, but I would, I would also consider that under, like, required reading. Yeah. Um, I, I'm definitely going to put that one on my my Goodreads want to read list. I don't know if I already have, so I'll have to go. I'll have to um, scoop through your list and mark some. <laughs> um, so another best of this year. And this one's more. I say it's on the lighter side, um, just because I. It was funny. It was cute, but it kind of had like that dark humor to it. But it was my sister, the serial killer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, there is, I mean, she is a serial killer, like, there is that dark side, but it was kind of more, 
about the battle with her sister that because she helps her clean up the mess Mm -hmm. and so it's more just that would you do anything for your sister how much how far are you willing to go like when the cops show up and start questioning her what's the alibi what are we saying Mm -hmm. yeah and it's I just I liked that mindset because you see it in a whole different light of like how far someone's willing to go for their family and like nothing else matters because like at one point like the cops are like I need to search your car and she's like go ahead and in her mind she's like I, I the thing was spotless I did not leave a drop of blood like she's like I know what I did but at the same time you're like this girl's out here killing people which is not good <laughs> you're like ah yeah like you just you're kind of like going back and forth of like do you want the sister to get caught? Do you, and like, you like the main character, but you're like, your sister's crazy, but like, you're also helping. And so you're like, but I don't want you to get in trouble. Yeah. You seem like a good person. <laughs> so figure this out. yeah. And it's, I mean, it's super quick. It's super short. And I just, I really enjoyed it. I, I recommend that one for anybody, but yeah, that one was, I really, really liked that one. So because I was, I was talking, like, I was thinking about The Silent Patient, and I was like, I think if we did, like, a top 10-ish, maybe, it might, like, squeeze in there. But mm-hmm. I think right now, like, it was still a really good book, but I was like, I liked My my Sister the Serial Killer better. So I know I keep, I keep seeing that. Like, I remember coming across that, I don't know, like a year and a half ago, I think. Mm-hmm. And being like, this sounds really good, and marking it and then all of a sudden I was seeing it like yeah everywhere like all these people recommending it and I was like well and I love like just like the lime green like writing yeah it's got a cool cover yeah I really like that um but yeah so I think that one would make a great movie actually (laughs) but those are my best of 2022 so far so my next one again they're kind of both five stars kind of like somewhere I don't know mm-hmm. I can't figure it out but one is nothing to see here and the other one is what looks like crazy on an ordinary day I was wondering if you're gonna put that one on here so they they like they both left me like you know I finished it I was smiling yeah um I think what looks like crazy had a little bit more serious subject matter oh yeah um but again I was like like, in both of them, I was, like, really rooting for the characters, really hoping for some comeuppance against the yeah, the not-so-nice people, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and the, those, those were both. And they were just, like, quick, very enjoyable Yeah. Treats. And then Nothing to See Here was the one with the kids that go up in flames, right? Yes. Okay, okay. And like I felt like, you... like that main character, too, I really... Again, not, like, identified with her, but, like, the way she reacted to some things, I was like, oh, that would be my reaction. Because I would read that <laughs> what happening, and I would just be like, oh, God, oh, hell no. And then the next thing would be, like, the character being like, oh, hell no. <laughs> so I'm like, you're oh, like, it's nice to have the same reaction. <laughs> you're like, uh, Lindsay, is that you on there? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I think that one, I mean, I don't know how they would do it. I'm sure they could think of it. But that one would be probably a pretty funny movie, I think. Like, yeah. I think, I think would, we could make a, like, a nice, fun movie. Yeah, I think that one would be cool. I definitely want to read that one. I had seen, before we got you that one for Christmas, I had seen that one everywhere, too. Just the, because that's not, a, that's a definitely an unforgettable cover. 
with yes. two kids. <laughs> so. A little kid up in flames. Yeah. And you don't think, like, that's actually what it's about. You just think that. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. That was fun. I, I'm interested to see where we'll be, like, in January when we are done for the year. Yeah. And we'll be into another celebrity book club. So we'll have a whole nother strand of books. That's very true. Yeah. So, but anything else? Uh, oh, you said you were going to mention a movie or a show you are going to start watching? Um, yeah. We don't have to. The name. <laughs> Sorry to call you out. That's it. Hold on. It's on Freeform, and it's called The Deep End. Okay. And it's a documentary about Teal Swan, who's this, like, social media spiritual leader. And she's all about, like, healing from past trauma. And it's one of those things where some people are like, oh, hell no, she's definitely a cult. And there are other people who are like, no, she's a well-meaning. Like, she just went viral. She's a well-meaning, like... Uh-huh. You know, like whatever, whatever. I don't <laughs> I definitely when you first described it though, I definitely went cult way. My mind went cult. <laughs> I'm on the cult side of it. Okay. The brief okay. the brief like dive into it. Okay. Like I wanna say I'm not gonna say anything because I'm afraid that I'll say the wrong thing and then she actually didn't say that. Like, you know. <laughs> Not that her, like, followers are listening to this. (laughs) There might be one. But there there are allegations of chronic physical, sexual, and emotional abuse. Oh. So. I might, yeah. And there's there's another guy that um, I'd have to look back. But Sinisterhood did a very good podcast on him. Uh And I think they mentioned her during that. And that's where I heard about it the first time. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of it. So I might have to, like do a little deep dive into it just to see what it's about and see if I want to watch it. It's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't have anything else. I don't think I am still reading the plot, which I talked about in our last episode. Which when you say that is funny, because it just sounds like I'm reading a plot and I'm, I'm not reading giving you any more. That's all you need to know. It's like, I'm reading a book, so that's it. You get to <laughs> so guess. Figure yeah. that out. Um, and then my book, Tara Road, is ready to pick up at the library. So I'm going to go get that and start my summer TBR. Nice. And yeah. And at this point, you'll be back from vacation. So I hope you had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lovely time. <laughs> Future me did great. Future me is sunburned, and I read some books. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Um, okay. Instagram is reading with celebs. Twitter is reading W celebs. I hope you liked our best of and worst of so far of 2022, but we're almost we're only halfway through, so there's a lot more books to be done. Um, please go give us a like, follow, subscribe, all of those fun things, and we will see you next week. Happy reading. Bye, guys. Bye.